0: FM to get started.
1: Welcome to the Popcorn Talk Network. For the online broadcast network that features movie discussion, news, and interviews, press one. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. From the Popcorn Talk Network, the online broadcast network for movie talk, and the schmoes know. This is Marvel Movie News, bringing you the most up-to-date discussion and commentary within the Marvel Universe.
0: Excelsior, Merry Marvelites! Welcome to our 18th show of the year, 32 and all. We are the Marvel Movie News coming to you live from the Danger Room, where we tell you all the news from all the studios and why you should be excited as we are about that news. So, I need you to subscribe to us on iTunes at Marvel Movie News or find us at the Popcorn Talk Network at YouTube slash Popcorn Talk. And you can find us on Popcorn. Matt Key kills it with the Popcorn Talk. It's so hard to say. PopcornTalkNetwork.com or follow us on Twitter at Marvel Movie News PTN or at Facebook forward slash Marvel News Show and like us. <sighs> Wow! It is so many words he says. Matt Key, I commend you for your Marvel movie news diction. Uh, so we are the Great Lakes Avengers of the
1: team yeah. today. That's funny. I was going to
2: say Avengers West Coast, but yeah, I guess yeah, we are more like, you know, a, you
1: kind of give the Hawkeye vibe yeah, to Matt's Captain like, America. A you know, little, 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 little new Avengers
0: action happening. And like Hawkeye hangs out over there, and then he sometimes Great Lakes it up, so I feel like, yeah, yeah, the Great Lakes Avengers team. I like <laughs> us. Thanks, guys. So, uh, <laughs> I'm Koi Jandro at Koi Jandro, taking over for Matt Key, who is sick, and Meredith Placco sick. Oh. So, uh, feel better, everybody. And we have it with us. Alan
1: Kissler at Sizzler Kissler. I wrote Doctor Who History and I'm a big geek and he's here
0: all the time and uh yeah he's, on the, he's off the couch today sitting up here yeah Great Lakes Avenging
2: and <laughs> uh and I am Adam Gertler at Adam Gertler I host the DC Movie News Show which will be going after this we have also on top of Great Lakes West Coast Avengers we have a little Amalgam Comics going on And uh, I also host FX Movie Download on FX. I do some uh, uh, junkets, red carpets for FXM. And I make sausages for doghouse restaurants.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Truly? No, they're so good. That's amazing. No, they're so good.
2: This is a real thing. Yeah.
3: Good God, how do you you follow follow that that (laughs) I You make freaking sausages. (laughs) I am Robin Fuqua. I am a special effects makeup artist and a painter. And uh, I do not tweet, but I am Miss Orderly and the number one on Instagram. And I am too. I'm a geek. And welcome. <laughs> so all this right. is all of us. All all right. I'll
0: introduce. And I brought uh, my lovely girlfriend, the Lady Steele, who's ah. unmiked, hanging out. And uh, Power Season Two just got picked up, so uh, you might see some more of her after uh, that.
1: No. Nice.
2: Oh, really? Were you on Power Season Season One? What were you doing on that?
0: No one can hear me. Um, uh, I'll be. I tell speak me, tell, on me, tell, tell on me. For her, uh, she's chaotic chick on, on Power Season oh, One. It's amazing. So you, I, you know, I haven't seen a
2: that? single episode. I love the comic. I read a ton of the yeah. comics. And um, I decided because of the uh, Batman PS4 that's coming out, I'm going to get the PS4 so I'll be able to be on the Sony yeah. PlayStation Network. It all ties together. Uh, it
0: makes sense. I like yeah. it. I like it. I, yeah, <laughs> powers. I'm, I'm so glad it's coming back. And I'm so glad there's so many networks doing like awesome comic stuff. Yeah, Charlotte on that show? Everywhere. Like That's crazy. And tying into uh, new shows, uh, we're going to start off with Fox. Uh, new Mutants is suddenly getting a show. We don't know. It just happened. Uh, I mean, I'm excited. Uh, Josh Boone's going to co-write and direct it. Uh, He's great for it. He leads a really good young cast. So, what do you guys? What do you guys think?
2: I mean, I'm wondering which version of New Mutants is this going to be? Like, I remember the classic, like Sunspot was in there, and uh, like uh, Cannonball was in there, right? Too Magic. Uh, uh, It was uh, Peter Rasputin's sister. Right, 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 right. That's Ileana, That's Magic. Right. So. And then that became x uh, x force, right? Some of it became they X kind of Force, bled yeah. In yeah so then, yeah. i I guess I'm wondering if this is where we're going to see Cable at some point, rather than doing an X Force movie. Yeah. If they're going to kind, of, kind of combine these, and it's just amazing how this just popped up on the slate. What like, I think will
0: be smart is if they make their new mutant introductions there and see how the characters do on TV, and then the ones that do well go into the film. So you're literally like training mutants for oh, wait, their film counterparts. So wait, is New Mutants a show
2: or is it a movie? We don't. I'm, I'm assuming it's a show, but we don't know. I think it's a movie because they announced a the director. That's true. Oh, that's true. So and. It's a movie. And, okay, and, and I know that there is an unknown Fox slot. I believe yes. in 2017. Be the um, what Josh would we say? Bune. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Fault in Our
0: Stars. Oh, okay.
2: Right. So it was like a lot of the, the the films that he's done before was like the John Green Fault in Our Stars. So he has that uh, younger, mm-hmm. uh, um, teen, you know, brooding kind of temperament. So I think that's why he was picked for this project to kind of capture that tone. I, I just think it's great that Fox, with the success that they've had recently, like. It was going down there for a minute, yeah. and now it's like the engines are back, and it's going down the mountain, and they're like, no, X-Men are great, now we're going to do everything with this X-Universe. I feel like Matt Vaughn yeah.
0: just picked up the ball and ran it at the first class, and then sure did. It made it, like, Days of Duty Pass was fantastic. I feel like this, the momentum's incredible, and after after falling with Wolverine Origins and X-Men, X-Men 3, yeah, it like, was bad, it was a bad stumble. Incredible. Yeah. Was a,
1: yeah, I mean, the, the first couple X-Men movies, like, you had mutant teenagers and students there, but they were very much the side characters who could be endangered mm-hmm. and give some motivation. No one was looking at them as the heroes, and then X-Men First Class showed, no, the teens who were actually learning how to do things can be the heroes. Yeah.
2: And I love that about it. And I think that what's happened you know in the past fifteen years since we saw the first X-Men movie is that now everybody is acutely aware of how much we want continuity, how much fans love Easter egg's continuity and crave a shared universe. And that's what Fox is really they're really trying to get their ducks in a row. And I think moving forward that there will be continuity. I think the timing, you know in the eighties, I think it's all gonna it's gonna meet up and sell in the same continuity. I
0: think New Mutants is their guardians of the galaxy. I think they're throwing something completely left Field. That way, they can tie into really interesting continuity, like you're saying. Like you go, you've got your mainstream, then you just go up here, and then you can trickle back as much as you want. I think it's a brilliant move.
2: The, I mean, and the only thing, I mean, we're all excited about the Deadpool stuff. I know we're going to talk sure. about that oh, as yeah. well. The only thing that I'm questioning right now that Fox is doing is this gambit thing. Because it just seems like it's like... I mean, and I think Channing Tatum's great, but it just seemed like Channing Tatum put himself out there saying he wanted to be Gambit, and Lauren Shoe was like, What? What? What is your Gambit? How much 50. money? Okay, okay. I just don't know that the... Well, the...
3: it's kind of like when they did the Daredevil thing and Ben Affleck wanted to be Daredevil, and all of a sudden he got Daredevil.
2: Is that Did that happen in that situation it's too? Basically, yeah. It. it was like, I'm going
3: to... Let's not talk about it. <laughs> uh, I, I'm just going to say that, yeah, I, I think the Channing Tatum thing is actually cool, but I, I'm hoping that it's not how that went down because that... Pre- pretty much ruined my life. Right,
2: you want the fact that they have an idea for a story to be sort of paramount. Yeah. Uh, not to confuse that with a different studio, but uh, you know, you want the story to lead, uh, you know, the, not the actor and feeling yeah, exactly. the needs of an actor just because he's so popular. Right. Or someone's but,
3: friend saying, I really want to be. Yeah. I, I really yeah, want
0: to be that. He's a strong enough character to carry a movie, so I think they could do a really if they have the right script, I think it could be really yeah. good for expanding their universe. And New Mutants is a movie. Uh, my apologies, guys. There was supposed to be that X-Men show, and I was so excited this was that, So I, I know, was, and
2: I think that the president of TV said that TV was full of superheroes. <laughs> so that <laughs> the TV Red president,
3: Supergirl of
0: everything. And yeah, there's so many, so shows. many, <laughs> so many, many shows. Uh, so moving on to uh, X Men Apocalypse. Speaking of Gambit, that release kind of hinted that Gambit and Wolverine were in it, but everything we've heard says they're not in it. Wolverine is supposed to be done after Wolverine three. Do you guys think we'll have Hugh Jackman in X Men Apocalypse? I mean, I think you have to.
1: Honestly, yeah. like, I mean, if if you don't, then they're going to have to make some reference to, well, he's in Weapon X right now or yeah. something. Yeah. Here's know. the
2: thing. Wolverine in the past is in a great place after Days of Future Past. We don't know what's going on. We don't know how he's going to get his right. adamantium. Mm-hmm. We right. have, what, Mystique pulls him out of the water, right? Is that the last well, thing that no, happened? The, the Striker pulled him out. But wasn't <laughs> it Mystique as Striker? Honestly, I do not I do remember. Not remember.
1: I no, no, watch no. Watch. Wow. Yeah, I do. Not it was I Mystique right. as I was Striker. Right? Yeah, I, think I think you're right. I can picture that I'm the DC host,
2: guys. Um...
1: Wow. So, I so, watched it
2: once I wasn't that thrilled by it yeah, yeah. So, I, I liked it a lot I saw it a couple of times so what Q Jackman said on his Twitter was that uh, his solo X-Men film with Mangold is going to be the last one Right. he didn't say his next one he that's said his true. last one that's
0: true and it comes out in the order that yeah, would be not a lie that's tricky
2: you're not gonna I, ha- I, I gotta think that Wolverine will be part let him be a little a Susan Wolverine like he doesn't need He'll to be the main guy he to need, here and leave you like, need he to pop pops- claws. he
3: like photobombs the whole thing yeah exactly he just shows in,
0: and
2: that. pops a clause Apocalypse <laughs> is like
0: See, I wanted him to be one of the four horsemen. I really was kind of counting on that.
2: that has that yeah. happened in the continuity? It has, right? Yeah, he was yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And he's also
0: like, the way the X-Men movies work at Foxes. they're like, who's doing really well as an actor? That character will be really big in the
2: movie. Yes, Like exactly. I imagine Hugh
0: Jackman won't be. So yeah, we, we assume he'll be there. I'm excited. I hope it
2: happens. I, I'm most excited for Archangel because when I was reading the X-Men comics, I, was, I only knew the, the blonde angel in Back Issues. Right. I was like, with well, this That's gorgeous funny. guy, I'm like, yeah, I yeah. only knew Archangel, and then like I grew to love him, and then at some point, I remember they gave him his blonde eyebrows back, and he slowly started his back. And then, they, then he not.
1: molted the armor off, and it was, his wings came back. And yeah. They, they kept going back and forth between how much they wanted him to go back
2: to Old Angel and how much they wanted to keep Archangel. Chris Claremont is probably the best guy. Because he's had the longest run, he basically wrote a soap opera run of that yeah. comic. He was so great at, at at suppressing these characters, at giving them things to deal with, yeah. like, taking Archangel's there beauty so away. so many layers, then. Like, <laughs> you know, Xavier taking his powers away. Like, he, he put... I
1: it. mean, in his original plan, he was going to do more of that, because Phoenix wasn't going to die. She was going to basically be lobotomized so that her powers didn't operate anymore. And he would have to see Jean Grey live with having once been a mutant, and now feeling crippled. Oh, that, that was the original... Be- that so oh,
3: wicked.
1: Yeah, that was the original idea for Phoenix. And then what happened was that when, in the scene where she absorbs the sun... John Byrne, being the artist, added that we saw aliens on a plant nearby dying. Oh. That wasn't in the original intention. Huh. And then the editor of the time was like, well she killed a civilization. Right. So <laughs> you can't just we like take away to her powers. A you story. Ha- yeah, right. she, he's like, you can't just take away her powers, she's gotta like pull an ultimate price for this because <laughs> she's, she's done something unforgivable I would so watch that's that movie that, I, I like Claremont I would watch that love movie and then that. also with Cyclops the whole deal with him uh, he was originally going to have with Jean and then Madeline Pryor was not going to be a clone of Jean it was just this woman who resembled Jean, but who right. Scott would have to love on her own terms. Huh. And it was going to be that Scott would retire from the X-Men and become, at most, a political activist for mutants, but would be done with the action life while Storm took over. And, and he was retired, retired for a while. Yeah, with all Where? these movies. I want
3: that
2: one. You know so many X-Men that don't exist, yeah. they're awesome.
0: Right? <laughs> I like these worlds, man.
2: <laughs> yeah, I seem to remember at that same time, wasn't didn't Scott retire from the X-Men for a while? Because isn't that how eventually they started uh, yeah. x X-Factor! Factor. X-Factor,
1: right. No, Scott, <laughs> Scott did retire, and the idea that Claremont had was that he would stay retired as a superhero, that he would help on political stuff, and he would sort of be that old guard. <laughs> yeah. But then Marvel wanted to do X-Factor, and their whole idea was, well, we want team. the original team to yeah. reunite. Mm-hmm. So suddenly, in the first issue of X-Factor, Scott acts totally out of character mm-hmm. by basically abandoning his wife and child, because Gene might still be alive. And, and which is even worse when you consider Scott's an orphan himself. But now he's like, like a terrorist. Like now, now I Cyclops mean, yeah. is like a whole nother. Cyclops thing. So is, like has had history, been, been ruined by a lot of different things. In my mind, it's going to be. Three?
2: It's going to be interesting to see <laughs> how in the movies they bring together Havoc and Scott because they seem like very disparate ages. And oh I mean, yeah, yeah,
0: they're completely because yeah, like, like you had like, Havoc is fully grown in the sixties right now. Like they were they were at a hockey game and like posted like pictures of their jerseys together and like they're hanging out trying to build that brother bond. Right. But how will that work continuity bond? Like how you about that the new Scott Summers, yeah, right, yeah the new right. Scott Summers. So. No, the
1: new Scott Summers has who have been born earlier for because this takes place in the eighties. Right. Right. And he's mm-hmm. already a teenager. And and the original X Men. He's like in his twenties when that came out, and that movie wasn't even supposed to take place in the present day. It was supposed to take place in the near future. It was supposed to take place like now. It's gonna
0: like be 2015. like a big nineties shrug. The so, whole the whole movie's just gonna be like Connudie. So.
2: so. So could it still be if if that works out, let's say this is in the eighties and Scott Summers is in his twenties, then I guess Havoc could be in his twenties too, or would he have to be in his thirties now? They
0: were really close in age growing up. Yeah,
2: and right. Were they <laughs> twins or is one older than the other? Scott is supposed to be the older brother yeah. by about by a, three, that's what I'm three, four years. That's what I thought. So, so they're gonna
1: to have to switch ar- that. Yeah, we've already messed it up. Or
2: or Havoc's now a cousin. Right. You don't
1: need
3: continuity. You know. if, if overrated If anyway. they switch
2: that up a little bit, I'm okay with that. If, yeah. If, 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 as long uh, as they're both in there, I'm happy. Yeah.
0: But moving on to Deadpool uh Deadpool excitement we have that Mother's Day picture which is continuing the best marketing campaign I have ever. seen in a movie ever for a movie ever He's literally good. releasing like a single photo and, and it's than the Fox. the nothing nothing mm-hmm. and this is it's not, just viral like a tweet just and viral and it- yeah and Ryan Rydl's basically tweeting, as Deadpool continues to be the funniest way to advertise yes. movies. It's, like, it's perfect. Yeah, that's cool. The mayor of Vancouver just hanging out with Deadpool is the best marketing they could have had.
2: He's at the same time rehabilitating the memory of Deadpool from that um, abortion of a film. Yes. And <laughs> also his own it reputation as an actor who's had a, a series of, like, his bigger films, at least, have been real flops. Yeah, He's had a, a, a long line of flops, and now... I mean by He's the time so this movie really comes like, he, out as an
0: actor and like that guy as a character it's perfect that they're both having this amazing like phoenix-esque resurgence it's great it's, it's great perfect. and yeah. the, the marketing is showing that they're really trusting this R-rated comedy to go where it's going yeah. I love the fact that Fox is actually letting them like run free with it because I did and you not go expect to, that you
3: go to like any of the any of the comic book stores and things Now, I mean it is like Infiltrated. The well, like hot Deadpool. topics, half Deadpool. Yeah, yeah. which is
2: awesome. It, it's it's yeah. great, and you know, I think what we're also saying is like, given a more modest budget, mm-hmm. you see a, a producing team that has a lot more freedom yeah. and a as a effects. as opposed to an Avengers film, which at yeah. this point it's like. No freedom. We got too much to do. There's billions yeah. at stake. We yeah. know this thing yeah. is making billions, so we need half of masters. This, yeah, What's, we need
1: half of this movie to set up other movies. This is a
0: prequel, sequel, reboot,
1: What's and the moving budget? on. What's like,
3: the budget on Deadpool?
2: Tiny. They, I pretty, heard it was like around seventy. Yeah.
1: What? I think what? so. <laughs> X Men One was ninety,
2: and I, that was ten Ryan
1: years old. Totally wow!
0: He is saying they don't have money for crafty, like jokingly, but in all seriousness, like they're doing all practical effects because they can't afford CGI. That's how a movie should be. Because Actually, it's perfect. yeah, practical is better. Anyway. I'm so excited. Way better. Have you seen the videos of him like in costume being pulled yeah. into cars yeah. and stuff? It's I mean, like some guy on a rope going. Hur!
2: Yes. That being said, that the whole test footage stuff was all CG yeah. and it was yeah. fantastic. Yeah. It was like the best CG I've ever seen. Like, and that I was mean, like ten, six
0: was... years ago, five, six years ago.
2: That no, was like like 2 years ago I think Remember, I don't know a lot yeah of it about. was like 2 2 okay. years ago It was released right. at Comic-Con last year so I don't know how long okay. before so that thing did it right, right. But I mean if that was what Deadpool looked like in the
0: movie still excited I'd
2: be great with it yeah. I mean
0: it looked fantastic I think Deadpool's going to be the thing to redefine I think as Guardians redefined Marvel Deadpool's going to redefine Fox and start a new mm. Enterprise. And, and so how excited.
2: about this like that comes out in February and then, yeah. like, in March, it's Batman v Superman. And then it's, it's so yeah. there's no more, like, waiting for the summer movies anymore. There's just, like, recover in January. Yeah. We <laughs> sing Star Wars for the fifth and sixth time. I was looking time. back the year, it at, at the Blade
0: came out four years before Blade 2. And in that four years, we had one movie, and it was X Men. Like, yeah. now it's like, yeah. every few months, it's like, That's crazy. Can you remember, like, I was sometimes... waiting for comic movies, and now it's waiting to, like,. Get over them. Although
1: sometimes this does backfire with the scheduling because sometimes some folks aren't aren't seeing it or they're in a weird mood seasonally. Like Punisher Warzone <laughs> was this sort of like epic uh, mm-hmm. violence on, on such a fun comic book level. That just didn't go. And and part of that was you would look at the reviews and everyone's like, This isn't really a Christmas movie. Yeah, it's like, yeah,
3: it's
0: not. Yeah. Don't say. <laughs> really? It's just it it just
1: happened It just Actually, Lexi Alexander, the director, had argued with, with marketing, apparently, like, no, this isn't a Christmas movie. Don't release it during uh, Christmas.
0: I'm hoping yeah. it gets a really good, like, spring pop, and it really pushes the numbers. Because yeah. nothing's going to yeah. be competing against it that big. You're, You're, right. Right. Yeah. You're right. It has yeah. the most chance to profit in a weird, I th-
2: I, th- I think it can't lose. And, you know, just to, to bounce off that, like, I really hope, you know, I think I think the big problem with the Punisher movies was just, like... It, it was. It didn't seem to really focus on him as a character, and I think that that's when we see these movies be the most successful is when we take the time to invest as an audience in the mm-hmm. character. Then we can watch everything out. else. Reynolds is the
0: character man. Like if anyone's going to play Deadpool, Ryan Reynolds loves yeah. Deadpool. It's also, so with,
2: with some of these characters
1: who who are speci- uh, especially antiheroes or or possibly villains, depending on you need someone to counter that. Mm-hmm. And Chuck Dixon, who who wrote Punisher for years, and also wrote Batman and, and other characters. Uh, talked about how it was weird to Marvel that for a while Punisher would be a great seller in other people's books but not in his own books. And Mm. even if they had Spider-Man in a Punisher book, it wasn't quite selling as much as if if he showed up in Spider-Man's book. And what he realized was, oh, Punisher is sort of the villain in his own book. And Mm. you don't just have nastier criminals to go up against him. You need sort of a noble cop or someone to balance the morality. And writers who've done it really well
2: been like Garth Ennis mm-hmm. and Who was Greg the, That was the Mac series, right? Yeah. yeah. Ennis did the Punisher Punisher. Max series. That was my favorite Punisher that I read regularly. Who was his partner? The guy that was Soap. That's the character <laughs> you need. You need yeah, a character yeah, like that. The character
3: name's Soap? Yeah. It's like he, the Weasel character. He was, character was yeah,
0: Weasel you know, to Deadpool.
1: It yeah. was literally his name. Like, his, he was wow. Detective
3: Soap. So, Tom
0: Hardy um, as Punisher, and then
3: oh, T.J. Miller. No, we have T.J. Miller But, but like then Deadpool.
1: also, like, even in Greg Rucka's run, uh, he immediately had, there were, There was a woman who was sort of having her own Punisher origin, and that was used as a balance mm. of, like, what her emotional journey was in relation to him. Because it's, it's one of those things where, like, you... That helps you learn more about the character by showing someone next to them who they are not.
2: Well, I think that's what they're doing
0: with Deadpool villain. Like they have a really great opportunity to show what Deadpool isn't by having like an alternate version of him as yeah, it's brilliant. It's gonna be great.
2: Absolutely. And I think, you know, uh, it just goes to show, like, you know, not to go back to the Punisher, but, like, Punisher will be served by Netflix, I think. Oh, yeah, that's oh, cool. absolutely. I, definitely I really think. So that's you should Tom definitely
1: Harden, have a Netflix. You should bring him yeah. into Daredevil
2: season two. Yeah, it, it needs to be a psychological some... thing. You yeah. need to really get into the mind of this truly of broken guy. Otherwise, yeah. you can't
0: like him. Like
2: Punisher, to me, his psychology needs to make, like, Batman seem like he's all fine. You know, yeah. because Batman's, right. you know, yeah. inciting incident when he was a child, which is certainly traumatic. Mm-hmm. But imagine being a grown up. And losing your kids and your wife. I mean, like, and Batman's that, you know,
0: one rule is not to kill him. Punisher doesn't have that rule. So right, you need to understand. I mean, like, that,
1: Batman, Batman tries to appear more fearsome and crazier than he is Punisher because that is. helps. Like, Punisher's <laughs> just, like, Frank Castle is dead. Yeah. He's dead. Yeah. There is a creature
2: now called Punisher.
1: You know, I'm seeing some wraith
2: I mean he, yeah. he I think it's so ripe to explore but I really think that this is one character you can't get in a two hour movie because it's otherwise it's a guy killing people and, and like it's him. hard to, to side with him and if it's like if you're Breaking Bad the thing and you realize alright I I realize I've invested all this time Breaking Bad you know to invest in a bad guy
0: mm-hmm. but I
2: I still root for him because I've been with him on this whole journey. What know? we're saying Netflix is
0: you have our money yeah. Uh, <laughs> ma- moving on to Marvel. Sure. Uh, so they announced that Black Panther well they didn't announce it's been hinted at that Ava Duvarney and Rick Fuma that that I believe the names uh, might be in contention for directing Black Panther. So I think we're getting closer and closer to if they announce the director. Moving forward and maybe seeing a teaser, hopefully it starts popping up soon. I'm really excited. Both those directors are are great. Uh, I think we could really like. I think one did Dope and the other did Selma. So yes. either way, uh, it could be really, really something special.
2: Yeah. Do you? Uh, you know, it, it's interesting because it seems that like Marvel's model now with getting directors is not getting people that have big careers but being the guys that build their careers.
0: they, they With actors and yeah. directors, I because, feel like they break people in. Because Kevin
2: Feige's team now is like, look, we got the action sequence covered. We, we In fact, we have the action sequences storyboarded, and we've already started <laughs> building the models before the director or the script is even done. We yeah. know the set pieces, essentially. But what we can't do, and again, this goes back to what I was saying before, is that character is really what makes us care about these films. So you need a great director to build the characters and make us emotionally invest. And Feige and his team will take care of all the bang zoom. What I think is interesting is we we talked about this
0: in one show how we at Marvel basically builds different films tonally yes. and then allows them to be, you know mm-hmm. and I think having these two names mentioned Black Panther says a lot about what tone they're looking for there and how that's completely different than anyone we've seen yet
2: How, how yeah. do you guys feel about the idea of like oh well directing an African American you know, superhero film, you need an African American director, do you think that's a good idea does it bother you don't think it makes. I don't think, it makes, it, I don't, I don't think it makes
3: a difference either way, I mean, I think we should base it off of Selma yeah. Because that was amazing.
2: Well, you know, I was thinking about this, too, because, like, you know, we were talking about Wonder Woman and, like, do you right. need a female director to direct a woman's movie? And, like, on one hand, I see you know, okay, yes, so the plight of, of an African or an African American or an immigrant is perhaps better understood by someone that comes from that. Yes. Uh, and then on the other so, hand someone like, you know, Steven Spielberg just, just you know, can Ridley make... Ridley Scott. Yeah, yeah, Ridley Scott. You know, there are some directors that are mm-hmm. just amazing. I
0: think it's more important to show that you can portray the emotion than that you yeah. felt the emotion. So I think yeah. seeing their body of work like Selma and like Dope, uh, I mean, yeah. Dope's got incredible reviews. Well, I also,
1: like, I, I just think you, you benefit from a diversity of viewpoints. And, right. and so We've had a lot of uh, white dudes direct the Marvel films, and we had Lexi Alexander direct Punisher Warzone. Mm -hmm. I certainly don't mind someone else of a different viewpoint, different background directing... A couple of the other films, because the more diverse, the better. Exactly, and, and Marvel Universe in particular has benefited from that because Cap- uh, Captain America: Winter Soldier is not the same viewpoint or atmosphere as Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Yes, and we love
2: that. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you know, and, and James Gunn really is an auteur, so that's why really? like what's so different. And like he's really fighting to keep his own little corner. Yeah, I love that because he's like, "That's cool that you guys, you guys we
0: We'll go yeah.
1: but yeah, he's like yeah. really <laughs> happy to have his corner
2: yeah. because he's yeah. had a lot of success doing that. I still think, you know, seeing the Avengers for a second time. What I realized is like, yes, there are there is a different tone in all the different Marvel movies, and that's true of an Avengers movie, too. Yeah. Avengers movie is kind of a roller coaster ride. And and what you lose is a little bit of the pathos of each character appearing in their own film and in their own world, which allows us as the audience to accept and and, and, and believe Thor's world a little right. bit more, believe yeah. Iron Man's more. When you throw them together. You're taking a lot of leaps.
0: I rewatched yeah. it for a second time since our last show where people got mad at me for not liking it as much as they people
2: did. got mad at you. Oh, Shocking. yeah. I know.
0: Pe- internet? <laughs> did <laughs> you know the internet is vocal?
3: Did someone, did someone want to punch
0: your face? Some, someone L- punch listen to face.
2: Mike Francis's rant.
0: So yeah. I, I really enjoyed Avengers the second time because I went into the expectations having seen it the first time, but I think my biggest problem with the Avengers Age of Ultron is that it's a really good series of moments and a lot of really good movies, but it is not one cohesive really good yeah. movie, God. whereas yeah. Avengers yeah. 1... Avengers 1 was such a good movie. Avengers Ultron was nine really good movies. I mean, Gail
1: Simone brought up how hilariously... Out of sync with everything else, the Thor Well scene was. Yes,
0: every time Thor was and on screen, I was like, "Wait, he's a god of thunder? That's yeah. silly." He's
1: like, "You what? could you could call Asgard for help." Yeah, you know, like there there are a lot of questions you could bring up with sure. that. But, and I
0: never but, felt that in the first one. I did I think right,
2: I thought there was the Thor funny dialogue was so great. I, I was just telling, t- 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 yeah, I like when they were with the team. Yes, he rocked. At one I am point, when he line, says, "Because I'm mighty," y- yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, his "I'm mighty" line it was perfect. Crazy. That yeah. and the Hawkeye are the two favorite moments for me in the film. But those are also separate moments in a series yeah. of questionable and the power
2: in the swing even I, I like Thor a lot but I get what people what people don't like about Avengers Age of Ultron is when it was when it had to set up other films when mm-hmm. it wasn't able to yeah. serve its own film
0: and I feel like Black Panther is going to be beautifully independent and I think it has the potential to be something that's really interesting because we haven't had any character like this at all on film yet if yeah. I wanted a Black Panther to be basically like a, a globe trotting James Bond movie like I wanted Idris Elba to basically be Black Panther Bond and run around and gallivant so either of these directors handling that kind of tone would be insanely creepy. How do you
2: think they're going to deal with uh, setting him up in Captain America's Civil War? Um, you know because obviously it's not going to be his movie gonna be so how are going to
0: which is going to be interesting like Cap's already met Claw and mm-hmm. that's going to obviously be the tie-in uh-huh. uh, and he's going to go back to Wakanda I'm really curious what the dynamic is going to be between Iron Man and, and Black Panther since they're both rich beyond all reason and they're both like their own powerhouses mm-hmm. in their minds mm-hmm. I think that's going to be the ego struggle
2: yeah, exactly because like everyone I think like as the good guys is going to side with Cap you know <laughs> right. I I wonder how they're going to justify Tony Stark siding with the government, since like his whole first two films, the solo films, are all about him not doing that. But then he did give a War Machine. He's
1: also he's he's been traumatized he's since the first three. Avengers. Right. Like Iron Man three was all about his trauma, and then we saw it carry over into Avengers Age of Ultron. Okay. He's, he's still traumatized into this extreme response, <laughs> any means necessary
2: attitude. Who do you think is siding with Cap and who with uh, Iron Man? So I, mean, so I think uh, I think uh, Black Panther.
0: I think Black Panther might go Iron Man as far as selling the movie, and then change it over to Cap. But that's only because of like a studio standpoint. Okay. That's just me being. But what like, about Hawkeye? Uh, I think Hawkeye's definitely Cap.
2: Definitely Cap. Okay. What about is Black Widow in this movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone except so Thor. Black Widow's got to go Iron Man, right?
0: Unless he has no T. <laughs> I <laughs> like, like, I like he's we're definitely, going right, going he's definitely
1: gonna have a team because we have already we've now set up that there are two literal camps. We've right, got Stark yeah. Tower, the, the in new, new York Avengers. and we've got the new Avengers yes, base. Right. So Which we is
2: literally have two moment. bases.
0: Yeah, that's cool. I mean we know Falcons all the way, cap. All the way oh, captain. I
2: mean, to no be in every continuity. Yeah. So, so does that be. mean that War Machine is also going to be on Iron Man's side? Or is I mean, he's there, so. there.
1: I think. I mean, but I mean, it, it really would, would be, be interesting it. if he wasn't. It would be interesting if if they had a
2: disagreement. I just because he's seen. on the Avengers now. He's he on is. the he's Avengers. But at the same so, time,
1: he is a military man. That's true.
2: And yeah. so, taking down and threats before they arise. And it would be too much because Captain America is a military man too. So to have them both go opposite seems too much that makes me think maybe War
0: Machine I think goes so. yeah. Man, Spider-Man might be Iron Man because I'm idolizing as a scientist I
3: think, I think the War Machine go, I think that would be an interesting one if War Machine went over you know with Tony that would yeah, make, yeah that would make well, sense. well
0: we already have all the Avengers established new Avengers being with Cap what if they have Ant-Man and Spider-Man with Iron Man because of the science background and that would only that'd be less slots to fill so we introduce Ooh. Iron Man I mean we introduce Ant-Man soon yes. and make sure that Iron Man tie in and then Spider-Man being like a little geeky kid because they're going young yeah,
2: yeah, idolizing yeah. Tony. I think you take that Colonel of Civil War oh, where you have split. this young <laughs> Spider-Man. I'd love to see him in his ragtag kind of costume that he put together. Right. Tony Stark takes him under the wing. Exactly. Oh, those are cool web shooters he came up with. Let me show you when I apply yeah. a little Star <laughs> Tech to iron it. Suit. Yeah. So we get him totally set. Even if it's not the full-on iron suit, maybe we get the Iron Spider or not, but either way, it's going to end up... Spider-Man going totally independent at the end of it, like, and going completely the other direction.
0: And I think that's gonna be Black Panther too, personally. I think Black Panther's gonna be the one that doesn't pick a side, and he's gonna be the co- he's gonna be the one we, like, see eye to eye with, I yeah. think. He's gonna be our POV, which is why this movie is so important.
1: I mean, and, and the, it, the absence of Thor is interesting because then you're- you have Vision and Scarlet Witch to act as Cap's powerhouses. Right. In yeah, the Vision's a of new Thor. Thor, exactly. It's The Vision movie. The two of them. Oh yeah. Huh. Paul Bettany <laughs> was so- incredible. Did you so hear the story there. about um, how he was told he wasn't going to be in Hollywood again?
3: No, go on. So so apparently <laughs> he, he, he'd
1: walked out of a meeting because it's been a while since he's been on screen as yeah. a character. Like, he's he's been a voice in the Iron Man films. Yes. Yeah. That's been, you know, him recording for three hours and then he li- leaves. Yeah. And apparently he had just left a meeting where someone told him, like, look, you know, this, this isn't working anymore. You had your heyday. Right. You're not gonna be in any big uh, Hollywood movies again like that's just not where your career is going and so he he was Who talking
3: about people that out... run
1: this town right. yeah. so he walked out of the building and he was talking about this in an interview and he just sat down and was just thinking like crap like I, I really enjoyed this and then got the call from uh, Marvel saying like hey do you want to actually play Vision on screen and and being in the movie alongside Thor and everyone, that you would actually be a character in Avengers. Too. I feel like an internal like,
3: riot about to happen. Right, and yeah. so and You're so he this.
1: he got that call right when he was told your career is kind of over. He's so consistently and,
0: amazing. That's and he just got yeah, this like it was like, get.
1: and he was saying how he just felt like karma worked really fast, and he gave him yeah. building the finger and walked yes. off like yeah.
2: Were you, you know, surprised at how much it was him and how little CGI was done with that I character? Love, I, I thought it, thought it was going to be mocap actual, for sure. The
0: lines in his face that
2: amazing. So, nice. yeah. like, because cuz mm-hmm. then
1: you you immediately buy into vision being a person and not a machine because you get to see yep. Paul
2: Bettany's eyes, yep. right? The second time seeing it, he really saved the movie for me because because so, yeah. I loved it when it got sort of like philosophical. It was these two AIs talking about humanity, yeah. live or die, and I loved the scene. You know, the scene when they showed them as like their um, uh, graphical readouts. Mm-hmm. You know,
0: yeah.
2: I, it was, that was when it got really beautiful and introspective, and like I wanted more of that movie. But it, it really saved it was it a me bunch of great movies. Just, it was a lot of great movies. Just as a
3: side note on the um, on the vision thing. I think that right there is a perfect example. The way he looked is a perfect example of, you know, use, use CGI. I know they use some CGI on him. Yeah. But they use CGI when it's necessary. To enhance. Yes. You know what I mean? It's the difference yes. between, and this steams my boat, man. I, I have to tell I Dam- Damian expression. this I love Steaming steams my boat. Steaming your boat. It's a the boat end of steam. Avengers mm-hmm. when you see Thanos th- with Damian the yeah. first time. And it's like, oh, that's good. 'Cause it's it is he he sat his makeup, he did it, it's it's him. He yeah. put a little CG on it. Yeah. I'm sorry, but at the end of this one, I was like, is this the Muppets take Manhattan? What the hell is that? It
1: yeah. was a cut scene from Mass Effect. It's, <laughs> bad. it's
0: the difference between Jurassic Park and the Lost World. And that's the
3: Thank problem. you. Yeah, Yeah.
2: I bad. mean, when they when they Josh brolin and him a little bit more in Guardians, yeah, I was I was also a little disappointed. Because in the first Avengers, like, he really had the look. <laughs>
1: yeah. on, on just a related note, because you're also rocking out green right now, mm. I kind of want you to cosplay as Vision now.
3: I am so on it. Oh. Let's do this. Makeup challenge on my Instagram, And you've got girl. gold. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it.
2: That's kind of great. Yeah. And she's got the red hair, too, so it's yeah. kind like Yeah, a, yeah. no, I'm it works. It, it yeah.
3: works. Copy that. No,
1: this is awesome. <laughs>
3: I'll have it to you by next Thursday. I'm
1: so happy right now.
0: <laughs> so they released the official synopsis for uh, Civil War, and okay. then it's... Captain America Civil War picks up where the Avengers Age of Ultron left off as Steve Rogers leads the new team of Avengers in their continued efforts to safeguard humanity. After another international incident involving the Avengers results in collateral damage, political pressure mounts to install a system of accountability and a governing body to determine when to enlist the services of the team. The new status quo fractures the Avengers while they try to protect the world from a new and nefarious villain. So we kind of just said all that.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it does uh, it's, it brings it, up a lot. If it fractures the new team, then right. yeah, some of those right, people right. we see Donald on Owls, the team right. are going well, to go back.
1: Also, we're we're forgetting Baron Zemo is going to be in this film, right? So I could see him joining with Tony maybe not as an ally, but like he's helping this effort, and then that would be another reason for Cap to be like, dude, I fought this guy's father. Yeah. His father was <laughs> literally, kind of bad guy. his father was literally a Nazi. <laughs> not like internet <laughs> no, calling you a Nazi. a Nazi. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like uh, literally a Nazi.
2: Hi uh, guys, uh, I just got a message from Matt Key, oh. our fearless leader, the strange one, saying that uh, <clears throat> rumor is that Asa Butterfield cast as Spider-Man cuff. He's are so, news that? from away. Yeah, yeah, yeah He's having what? this. So, I mean, that's been rumored for a while, but but, but the the fact that he's texting that to me now during oh, well, yeah, this show, very rude, very rude. It <laughs> uh, <laughs> makes me think that maybe this is a hot rumor I, that I turn off myself like a right, professional, Matt Key. But um,
0: I I now? think he's a good <laughs> cast. <laughs> I think he's great.
2: You know, I got to uh, when I was at CinemaCon, I got to interview uh, Nat Wolff. Uh, mm-hmm. for paper towns, and he was being rumored as well. Um, but I think that you really want to go for that early high school years. Like, that's the difference is we want someone that we could buy as a high school freshman, right. grow up with him, and I think that is so the plan. Mm-hmm. I think starting sophomore well, year, right?
0: They're doing the freshman, sophomore. That was the rumor. Freshman, sophomore. Ooh, I don't know if it year. was going to be Very one common. every year,
2: but. Well, not released every year, one set every year. One. Yeah, uh, which means he'd be in high school for eight years, which means he'd be a dunce. <laughs> <laughs> or he'd be a CW uh, actor. He's, he's just thirty five. Yeah, yeah the new
0: Saved by the Bell. When <laughs> <I> think, <laughs> they had two
2: graduation episodes. Uh, that's I, fine. I, I think that's a good good rumor because I love you know I love all the years of Spider Man. I love it when he's in high school and then I love it when he's in college. You know, I or, like.
0: I think Asa is a really strong choice. He, I mean, he was great in Ender's Game, regardless of how he, was. he was. Like, I liked the movie more than fine. I expected because of
2: it was one of those movies I saw when it was on TV and it was cable and it was just like let it play and there was a lot less expectation and I was like oh that's fine I don't know if he
0: looks like Spider-Man as much as I thought Andrew Garfield looked like Spider-Man like I can't quite picture it in my head but he's a good enough actor that I'm willing to like really experience it like I think it's I it's uh, a parallel universe
3: yeah it's fine I couldn't I couldn't visualize um uh Robert Downey Jr. as Tony Stark when they first announced that when the first Avengers happened. So... I mean, well... And now I can't imagine anyone else. Yeah, exactly. Tom Cruise was this close. Eww. When
1: Wolverine was was recast, because <laughs> it originally was Doug Ray Scott, yeah. and then they recast it as Hugh Jackman, and, some and, unknown I looked, guy. and I looked that up like, okay, he's played Gaston. <laughs> like, really, This guy? This... <laughs> This yeah. tall lanky, I mean he's this handsome six foot but three what, Australian what looks the like hell. a little Canadian bump. Yeah, and then I walked into the theater and there's an opening cage fight like, okay, The so cage fight. Yeah. They oh, no. made Wolverine come to life off the page and I put him on screen. I 100% think he The cage fight
2: it. and then like when the guy held him up with the gun. Yes. Boom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Had my money there for the next no. 15 years. You had
1: me again. Actually,
2: actually <laughs> the 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 moment that that made me
1: go this is freaking Wolverine is when he headbutted the dude and you heard metal. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> And he it's didn't even look,
0: look like Wolverine yet yes. was that there? was like before he had time to work right. out because he just got the call and was right. like oh I had to be shirtless I'm Wolverine yeah. I, actually right.
1: pre- I actually preferred that look because that looked to yeah. me
2: like a Wolverine who goes into street fights and not someone who goes to the gym exactly, the <laughs> exactly. I agree <laughs> Yeah. Great. But, um, you know, and also in The Wolverine, which I thought was better but not great. To it was me, it was, right. it was the hunting scene. First, it was two, acts, tracks the first the two acts. The first two acts the were third great. Act. And
1: then we got that
0: freaking robot. The Transformer that was suddenly <laughs> in the movie and she had a tongue? What was that? <laughs> no. R- moving on uh, quickly back to Civil War. Uh, we yeah. haven't talked about the funeral pictures yet. Uh, oh. The rumor is there's a funeral taking place in Civil War. So is it. Who is do we that, theorize? What, is
3: that. Because of a breakdown,
0: Quicksilvers, or is that,
3: is that because uh, of, we don't have, uh, acting breakdown? Okay.
0: Uh, yeah. Apparently, they're looking for upscale uh, men and women to go to a funeral scene. So someone's dead. Oh, uh, I mean, is it Quicksilver? Would that be the easy out, or do you think someone dies and we're? Uh,
3: I think they put-, would- put Quicksilver. I think they put Quicksilver in the Machine. I think he's. Pe- oh, good. that makes
2: sense. Peggy Carter. Yeah,
3: Peg, Peggy makes sense.
2: Oh, that's a good. That'd be call very because he'd be capped on
3: his edge.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Quicksilver is, would be interesting. He's a founder of Shield. One of the founders of Shield and the first director
2: Yeah. in a know, civil
0: war
1: movie. In a civil and war movie. And to talk
2: about emotional pathos for our lead.
0: And to have Steve Rogers be on the edge the whole to time. To have yeah. him start off in yeah. a place yeah. where yeah. Yeah. So Cap on I, the Edge. Not a cop on the edge, a I, cap
2: on the edge. I think I think yeah. it's Peggy. <laughs> I guess Quicksilver wouldn't really make sense. Like he and, did go down as a hero, but like he, would everybody show right. up for him? I mean but like
3: wait, is he is he for sure dead? Oh, uh, no.
2: Five, he said he's
0: for sure dead, but it's not. also I said Colson was dead. Colson was dead, but he
3: wasn't for sure
0: We also, they also shot a scene of him coming back to life. So we also, it's, it's out there. We oh. also have a sister whose
1: power is, if you extend it far enough, to warp reality. Oh, right.
0: right. She made yeah. fake babies for her and, and, and a synthesoid. And I love that scene in the movie where Vision scoops her up because I was like, I get it. Yeah. I see what you're yeah. doing. Here. I see the one true pairing. Good job, moment. He's not dead. Uh, So moving on to Ant-Man. <laughs> still staying at Marvel. There's a new TV spot. Yes. I haven't watched it. Saw it twice I, yesterday. I stop, uh, I stop after the first one because I want to own experience. I saw yeah. it during uh, Arrow. Uh, was ruined Arrow,
2: for me. It was on during S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> We like, watch TV. I bootleg
0: yeah. my shows without commercials. It, it, it looks like a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, me I mean,
2: <laughs> this is it's hard to judge how Ant-Man's going to be because like, what you've established is that like, a lot of this leans on the humor.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: yeah, I already know the action's going to be fine, whatever it is, but if you're saying this is going to be a funny one, like Guardians, then mm-hmm. you got to make me laugh. That poster the just theater.
0: says Guardians. It doesn't say anything else. It's from the studio that brought you Guardians of the Galaxy, exactly. which clearly shows they're like, we're trying for this. Yeah. Yeah. So, so this is
2: a hard... Tone to now, action and comedy, and giving weight to both and making both work is hard. That's what Marvel does particularly well. But some, you know, Winter Soldier is not really as funny as, like, say, a Guardians. Right, Avengers yeah. has got. I mean, a little there's, bit for there's, everyone. yeah,
1: there's a difference between like making it funny and having a wit to it. Like, it's, exactly. it's, it's also like a funny character. You know, Han Solo is not. A funny character, but he's got right. wit to him, and yeah. so there are moments where you will laugh.
0: What I think is interesting is they're making a heist film. They've been very vocal about that. And once yeah. again, it's a different genre which we haven't seen, which is yeah. a smart move. Cool. But we have a we have a director that's a comedy leaning, yeah, and we have a cast that's comedy leaning, yeah. yeah. So and we, a
2: script that's certainly by. Uh, and you're right. Comedy leaning. Well, and
0: Adam McKay, right? right. I mean, yeah, who, those three guys are yeah. kind of the. So if we if we have that team and we trust Marvel for the action, as we just said, we do. How does that blend? Which is my only concern. Like.
2: Yeah, I I hope well. I mean, everybody, this is the one big question mark, just like Guardians kind of was last year, and everybody's hoping that it will surprise in the same way, but because uh, this is a film that was in development for like seven years with one auteur, and then in a matter of months, switch the direction, it gives us pause, and I think that's fair. It doesn't mean like I want it to suck, I Mm -hmm. hope it's great, but I I don't think you're wrong to be concerned. Yeah, it's the first
1: time I've been concerned. Robin what do you think about the Ant-Man marketing
3: I, I love it I mean I, I did what you did I took the smart route because I, I went and was looking at all the stuff and then I stopped myself I was like you know what I'm going a, I'm to a pull away on this one I'm I not, knew all I'm of Ultron gonna gonna because I, gonna gonna I didn't know. Cause I get because I watch this stuff and then I get like all jacked about it like yeah yeah and then I see it and then I'm like oh is a little disappointed. I don't want to be. I, 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 think I don't want to know any more than what I've seen. The two things. I, I think Avengers
2: seen. showed too much in all the trailers too, and I yeah, tried to avoid them. And I saw parts of every scene. I was walked really away pissed. from the
3: Vision stuff because I'm like, I want one surprise.
0: And the only time I felt like I didn't mm-hmm. know what the movie was was Vision. So I'm glad I did that, but I could yeah. have not done that. So Ant Man, I feel like there's an right. option for me to see the whole movie. I'm gonna. Avoid. I
3: watched entirely too much of of um, Age of Ultron before I saw it, and I was there was there was chunks of it which I'm sure you guys covered already. So yeah, yeah. there were chunks Man, of it that, that, that I was annoyed by. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> so
0: uh, we said long ago we were going to shout out people that liked our stuff on iTunes. Because we get plenty of YouTube viewers, but iTunes needs the love, too. So I want to say to the Constellation, who gave us a lovely review, you're awesome. And Action Hero 321, thanks for being awesome. NCZ81. <laughs> thanks, guys. Thanks for all the stars. You're awesome. <laughs> so go on iTunes and uh, give us some stars, and, and I'll say your name, because that's how the internet works. It's pretty mm-hmm. cool. Uh, moving on to TV. Agent Carter, second season. I'm excited because I think Agent Carter is more in the direction of Marvel on TV without having me Netflix than SHIELD is per se. Yeah. So I think uh, it gives SHIELD more potential to turn into Agent Carter since Agent Carter's coming back.
1: That that being said, I recently rewatched Agent Carter and the story definitely has some weak points. I don't think it holds a lot and, and it's definitely I think reliant on you already liking Agent Carter. <clears throat> and the basic world she inhabits. So I do think there's a bit of an insider baseball, which sort of explains some of the low ratings to me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's I think it's stronger than S.H.I.E.L.D. It's also not a perfect show itself. I think we forgave a lot of it because... We we liked the direction of the story and we liked Agent Carter more than half of the characters on Shield. Right, that's mm-hmm. the flavor. They yeah. get the flavor the is so flavor. nice. Exactly, exactly. But season <laughs> two is the opportunity but to season... take
0: all of the flavor. Absolutely,
1: then... absolutely. I'm so excited for season two. I, I really I hope they they get to explore more of this corner of the Marvel universe where they have a little more freedom because they don't have to worry about the movies coming out mm-hmm. so much. And. There's a whole movement on Twitter about diversify Agent Carter, which I think is a great idea. Like There are lots of minority characters, lots of women characters that maybe aren't fitting into the movie plan and maybe don't
0: work for what they're doing in S.H.I.E.L.D., but it would totally work for Agent Carter. Yeah, I agree, and I, I think that agent carter has the potential to be better than any with the flavor that's already established i think mm-hmm. it has the potential to be one of the better shows on tv and i'm glad a second season is giving them that opportunity to find its voice like with the flavor i think mm-hmm. i'm
2: excited i like her as a lead do you think we'll see more howling commandos in season two or do you think they're going to get away from that
0: i i would see i would
1: guess a couple of the howlers in season two i'm really curious i liked it a lot i mean and also the howlers do become a part of shield mm-hmm. traditionally so, so I can see a couple of them coming back. I don't know if we'll go another one. Should I edition. watch?
3: Okay, so I'm I'm going to give a shout out to Meredith right now. Meredith's opinion on the the Agents of Shield. She seemed I don't I don't know what it was, but I, I she doesn't watch it, correct? I don't watch it either. Okay, so here's the deal. Based off of that, I I play things in the background while I'm painting. So I watched the entire sort of watched the entire first and second season of Arrow, and then I watched the first season of Agents of Shield just so I could have an opinion. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't gotten to Agent Agent Carter, but um, I, I didn't mind Agents of Shield. I thought it was
2: yeah. Did you watch both watch seasons watch or just the first season? I've I don't think it's.
3: The, I've just seen the first season, but I. Uh, to be honest, I mean, granted, the only things I play while I'm painting is things that I can like just listen to and don't really have to focus sure. on. Like I would right. never watch Breaking Bad while I'm painting. Right. General, but like I. I I I'm not mad
1: at it. I it's fun. I I'm I'm not mad at Shield either. Like there there are shows on television adaptations where I will get mm-hmm. mad. Mm-hmm. Like Agents of Shield just didn't really hit it for me either. There yeah. would be like half the stuff I thought was really strong, the other half I just thought was just here. Yeah.
2: I I the, the season know. finale yeah. I thought was really strong. I know you haven't seen it yet, right. but there are some great moments that happened with Coulson with the Inhumans. My overall feeling about Shield, I, I believe I'm with the camp that thinks it really kicked into gear after the Winter Soldier plot, plot. Once they started to play, it did. It did get higher, but it still wasn't enough to interest I me personally. Think, mm-hmm. And I know this would never happen because it's on ABC, which is why the Daredevil model is better. It's mm-hmm. too many freaking episodes. It's too yeah. many stories too to fill break out. and it's shoot. Like Twenty-two, yeah.
3: right? 22? Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah it's cool. too much. I think that's an old model. I'd rather see Peggy and Shield and get a third one in there. Get a off. Keep. Mm-hmm. You still have your marketing. You still have your advertisers. I know the actors don't want to hear that cuz they they're going to get be they're going to get paid less, but if you want a hotter, more intense story, all the shows that have Broken the bank, mm-hmm. talking about your Game of Thrones, your Breaking Bad, your Walking Dead. They do 12 15 a year. Yeah. Concise. E- even Walking Dead does like eight and eight separated. But you know they which is e- awesome.
3: You, you gotta right?
2: focus yeah. more it. on on everything's gotta count. Mm-hmm. I agree. And there's too much filler, and that's why people tune out. The Agents of Shield finale was a C- series low, and it's wow. picked up again. It was a series low, and then the Flash season finale was like super super strong. And again, I'm the DC guy. I think Flash. Is is a better show because it knows the tone it is. It fits yes. in its world, Ryan. Right? Yes. I've
3: gotten halfway through that. I first, agree. First it just fits flash. in its
2: world better. I don't think it's better than Daredevil, though. I think my problem with Shield is it relies
3: heavily
0: on tying into the movies, and I and I love the idea of that in concept, yeah. but not in execution. Because you have it the is. problem in the first season, you also have the problem where you watch Avengers, uh, the new Avengers, and suddenly Samuel Jackson has the Helicarrier. Call Avengers, and it'd be cool mm. if you didn't need to know that, but it felt underwhelming in the movie because it was such a tie-in. It feels like yeah. feels like when you're reading comics and the annual comes out and it's too important and you didn't buy the annual. Yeah, I yeah, feel like yeah. Agents of Shield is a series of annuals, and the tone's off like annuals are, and everything else. And when you watch it, it feels like a TV show to me. Daredevil felt like a thirteen-hour movie. It's it I feels
2: like a yeah. very... Exactly. Yeah, so yeah. my, my thing's is a tone awesome.
0: issue. When Agent Carter doesn't have that tone issue for me. So therefore, I'm more excited about Agent well, Carter. Because
2: again, name. the flavor of Agent Carter seems to fit in that with that Captain America, First Avenger, that that glossy 1940s. Like for some reason, I could buy that on mm-hmm. TV in that ABC World. When, when, when S.H.I.E.L.D. has to try to show, throw in all the effects and they don't quite look right yeah. and the tone isn't quite right... And then it does throw you off when you see them, the same characters in the movies, because mm-hmm. it doesn't feel like the same world.
0: They've had, I mean, this is second season, just ended, third season renewed. Uh, I think, once again, like with Agent character, the third season has more potential than the others, because they've now caught up. Everything's everything's in a line. They know where the show is. They know where it's going. They've established a world. Hopefully, third season finally finds the They want to start
2: team. a super team now. Yeah. They have a mission. I, I Look, I'm hopeful. I just say, cut the episodes in half, please. Yeah, Everybody well, else agrees yeah. with me. Or
0: really, if you're
1: going to have it be that long, then have the story arcs be Fit into that. So instead of planning for like one story arc for the season really use that mid-season finale as a finale. Right.
0: Two overarching arcs.
3: again, exactly. exactly. Which Incredible. Walking Dead, I think, does exceptionally yeah. yes. well. Yes. No, that absolutely. Is, that is awesome. Because you get done with that that first that, chunk and you're like... Yeah, that
2: mid-season done. finale is mm-hmm. thoroughly satisfying. The mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: thing that's beautiful about Daredevil to me uh, is that you had an arc each episode. You have an overarching arc. And all your characters, most of your characters, have different arcs. So the show yeah. had so much flavor because you cared mm-hmm. about everyone and the overall show. I don't mm-hmm. feel that with S.H.I.E.L.D.
2: I found mm-hmm. a one-on-one fight in Daredevil so much more just satisfying and adrenalizing. Yeah. You look like you're talking about it. Then like Dreaming. in Avengers, you know, I'm seeing all this going on and I love it, but I'm like, I didn't get like, like my, yeah. my guts going like in Daredevil because I'm like, it's just, it's just so much whiz bang. Same thing with Captain America Winter Soldier. That tanker scene Ugh. is the best thing that Marvel's ever done ever. Elevator because scene Because it was two, yeah. Captain, yeah, Elevator scene too. <laughs> but, but you because know, I'm focused on one thing. Yeah, and then uh, that opening sequence in Age of Ultron not to bag on it but it is so clearly see like Thor is like the movement of Thor it's like it yeah. looks like a video game he has no weight mm-hmm. he has no like weight and then there's another thing with Hulk in an elevator where the physics felt off yeah. this was like problems I had with like, so the first Sam Raimi Spider-Man I'm like the yeah. weight and isn't that. Bad. To- yeah.
0: that was a long time ago that was a so long time no ago so the
2: fact that like in 2015 I need that that weight and it had a blank yeah. check
0: that movie did not have budget i mean that yeah. movie just went yeah. F- oh yeah my, my thing is with daredevil which is what we're moving on to next but while we're on daredevil i think that the fight choreography and the evolution of of daredevil his emotionality in the fights evolved more Mm -hmm. as a character than the characters evolved in all of Age of Ultron and it was was like short of Hawkeye and and Iron Man I felt the emotionality of those characters was stifled because of how whiz bang it was and in Daredevil it was the opposite and that's that's crazy
3: it's a perfect example of 100 percent, and Joss Whedon can write, man. Like, guy knows what he's doing.
2: I, yeah. I, I know, and I loved his dialogue in this film. I, yeah. It was, it was really that, part, and, and all the stuff about Joss Whedon coming out and being really open about the disagreements he had with the producers. Mm. I, I feel like w- we, as the audience, kind of the ones who lost out because I love the Whedon moments, and I love a lot of the I'll call them the Feige moments as well. It was like we keep right. saying it's like multiple movies in one. It's not like I think, oh, just let Joss Whedon make his movie. Like he wanted Spider Man to show up, like in the end, like that would have been kind of jarring. It like I don't been. know that. It, it, it was unnecessary. <laughs> it's too big a moment. I mean, if he showed up, if he showed up like in the room with the new Avengers, then I'd be like, "That sucks." Yeah. But if they showed like a back alley and a swing and a kid like whipping off a suit, well, that's awesome you yeah. know post credit right. moment even but,
0: yeah. but not a oh hey by the way we own Spider-Man now because that's all it would have felt like it would have been like guess what we get yeah
2: yeah and Captain Marvel too like just too much to throw those in there mm-hmm. so I don't think one is right, one is the other but like Daredevil keeps you interested because at least for me when it's like the legal show mm-hmm. yeah. I'm into it I'm not waiting it's like
0: it's, get... it.
3: it's watching a, procedural. Well, it's a yeah. lot of
0: different shows but it did it by feeling like one show whereas Age of Ultron felt like different movies that felt like different movies mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. While we're on quickly, Age of Ultron. I am also curious if Edgar Wright, when his exit happened, Joss Whedon came out and said very vocally it was the best script that Marvel ever had. I'm curious if he was kind of venting his own frustrations of him dealing with the Age of Ultron around the same time. I think so because he was just like, "Why is he leaving? Oh, I'm in editing. Oh no, editing. Like I'm curious well, if Marvel started the stranglehold around then.
2: The move of him coming up with the the Coronetto Bar and being very vocal. Yeah, and and and, and James Gunn is also friends with the guy as well, so it was interesting how they both kind of played it differently. But yeah, Whedon has just kind of been very expressive in saying, like, look, I'm not a company guy. Don't think I'm a company guy. I'm not going to give you your company guy answers.
0: I want Whedon's Avengers almost as much as I want a good Venom and a Spider-Man movie. (laughs) A good Whedon. Uh, Moving on to (laughs) Jessica Jones. Since we briefly talked about Daredevil, uh, we need to mention that Rosario Dawson is back. Yay. She's in season two, and she might be in the other shows as well, which is really exciting. Which she but should be. Jessica Jones, the synopsis was released. Ever since her short-lived stunt as a superhero ended in tragedy, Jessica Jones has been rebuilding her personal life and career as a hot-tempered sardonic badass private detective in Hell's Kitchen, New York. Yeah! yeah. Hey, by self-loathing and <laughs> a wicked case at PTSD, Jessica battles demons from within and without using her extraordinary abilities as an unlikely champion for those in need, especially if they're willing to cut her a check. <laughs> that is
2: perfect.
3: <laughs> I love everything about everything you just said. Such
0: a great synopsis. Yeah. I haven't heard oh, this man.
2: yet. This is actually the first time I'm hearing this you synopsis. Because so. it's so
0: perfectly her and Luke Cage in one and introducing Luke Cage in that show. Like uh-huh, You can just uh-huh, hear where uh-huh. he's going to pop in and, and it's such a strong character for her to be able to...
1: And that fits the Bendis <laughs> comic so well, yeah. That
2: synopsis.
1: I mean, that that is what it was.
2: Yeah, and listen, yeah. we got Feige in the movies. How balls out as Casada been. Like with his involvement in Daredevil and this. Like the fact that they just... This is why Marvel does Marvel right. Because they bring in the writers. They yep. bring in the team. Like, Casada yes. is, like, the creative guy of all this stuff. I heard him on, on Kevin Smith's podcast, Fat Man on Batman, actually. And they were all talking <laughs> about Daredevil, which is great. Because, <laughs> come on, look. The fact is, like, us geeks love all this stuff. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, he said that Jessica Jones is going to be a totally different tone. Mm-hmm. But also in that same world. Like, they're going to cross over. But this de- this Netflix corner... It's beautiful. It's kind of like yeah. where the It's going to be, like, the grown-up table now, I feel yeah. like. Yeah.
3: Yeah, that's the defender.
2: You it. know what I mean? Yeah, I
3: like that. A mm-hmm. little bit
2: saucier, a little bit late yeah. night. You know, you might need to and be they eighteen to get in. They,
1: they need yeah. to do the superhero card game that we sometimes oh, see. Oh yes, when they're just all getting together and like Doc Strange shows up, he doesn't understand card games yeah. <laughs>
0: like, That's how you introduce Punisher. He's just at the table, then it spins yeah. off into his oh. show. Just Mo- Tom Hardy's
1: there. Moon Knight shows up. He's just the weird dude dressed in white. <laughs> Don't piss him off. Do you yes. realize
2: Feige's got, like, sour grapes about how much, like, in the wake of Avengers Age of Ultron, it's like Daredevil in a weird way has kind of overshadowed it?
0: That's what ruined Age of Ultron for me is how good Daredevil and Cap yes. were. Because I saw Age of Ultron and I was like, but we just had Daredevil.
2: For me, yeah. it was a combination of Daredevil and Ex Machina Yo, in the same yeah. week. And I was like, I think I've grown up.
0: <laughs> <Wow>. What <happened? laughs> I I think if... Netflix keeps going at these characters with this kind of synopsis and the tone they've captured that it might supersede the movies like yeah. quickly. There it was, yeah, awesome there, good.
3: was a, there was there was many moments not to beg on Age of Ultron again, but there were so many moments in it where I was sitting there like, yeah, you know this is good, man. I kept going, and not because I'm right. No, okay, no, but you I know, am a fangirl of that. Of that editor. was fun, but I, I did. I kept I, I went in and out of that movie, and I was like, man, but you know it would have been better if
2: you I, wanted a little more meat on the bone yes. but sugar is a great way to bring in everybody you know like the sugar sells and like that's yeah. what you get that the, now they're focused more on saying like biggest single day in China biggest single day I'm like <laughs> that's what they're shooting for now so yeah. it's like it's almost like I, I as a fan I'm like alright well you guys can take that I'll step over here into Netflix, and we will we'll still get our meaty story. That's why Deadpool yeah,
0: yeah. costing this much is such a good thing. Exactly. Until it makes four hundred million big. dollars, and then then Deadpool Two is like, we gotta do
2: this. Screwed. <laughs> yeah. All right, we got ten minutes left. We, we gotta
0: wrapping up. We only have a couple more things to do. We briefly need to mention that they finally announced who Thor was in the comics.
1: Yes, the the current Thor, who's the, who's uh, female. She in the is Jane Foster. Eighth. What?
0: Yep. <laughs> I, I, My exact reaction. I, I, was so though, right? I, was I, I was satisfied with that. So obvious, though, right? I was still satisfied with that. We've been in mystery for the one we all thought it was? What? Bruce Wayne is Batman?
2: <laughs> yeah, it seems so obvious. Though. The reason I was really intrigued about the mystery was because I was like, it can't be Jane Foster. <laughs> right? I guess giving her cancer is kind of interesting, too. She kind of looked like um, Star-Lord's mother at the beginning of Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, it had that little bit of flavor in there, like Well, the I mean, song. and that, that honestly
1: that fits back with the original idea of Thor, that Don Blake... Who would, uh, that Thor's human identity, Don Blake? Lame. Right, he, Lame. he couldn't use his leg. <laughs> well, that's a much thing right now.
3: That yeah. a, <laughs> what? Okay, I'm back. It's interesting.
1: No, I it's think it's very interesting because the original idea was that Thor would spend half his time as a human who, who was physically disabled. Yeah. And then you had this beautiful imagery of the healer and the warrior, the person who was so powerful yeah. and the person who was underestimated by right. everyone around him because of physical disability and now you have that again for really the first time with Jane.
0: And secret oars might erase it all so we'll see yeah. what people
1: like. All all right. right. <laughs>
0: We've but, got uh, one like it's starting I mean, now. So. I mean,
1: Jason Aaron is is a brilliant writer. I, I loved his work on Thor before. I've loved this arc with, with Jane acting as Thor and the fact that uh, like Thor himself, like Odin's son has become sort of a sidekick, but resents yeah. that title. I think mm-hmm. it's been way fun. Yeah. I love the development with his parents. The way they're using Thor, I think, is great. The yeah, yeah. Then, right now are the Odin, best been in a long time. Odin has become an anti-hero slash sympathetic villain in the comic. Like, and whereas, whereas, kind uh, of an ass. Yeah, whereas Freya is now like the the one in charge, the one you do tr- you trust yeah. and everything. I think it's been a fantastic development. Can
2: you explain one quick thing to me? I don't want to get off topic, but what is like uh, Asgardia? Yeah. She's moved... She's
1: created a new realm for them. Oh, And so so she's called that Asgardia to distinguish it from Asgard where they used to live. Did Asgard Ragnarok itself, or...? I mean... In, in Marvel, Ragnarok has happened about
0: twice already. Okay. And it'll so. happen a third time, I guarantee, to tie yeah. into Sauron the movie. got very with me. I just got lost. yeah, I know, exactly. I'm back, I'm
3: back again. Okay.
0: <laughs> so before we take off, uh, we have the Wizard World question in which you get the opportunity to get two tickets to Wizard World. You have to get there, but once you get there, we get you in the door. Uh, our question, which I'm super excited about the results of, I uh, can't wait to hear what you guys think, is if Civil War was a romantic comedy... Oh what boy. would the tagline be? So, what's <laughs> that little wonder on the bottom of the poster if you have, like, Cap and Iron Man battling but looking lovingly into each other's eyes? What do you want a rom com tagline for Cap Civil War to be? Uh, and tweet us, Facebook us, email us. If you, for some reason, have our emails, contact us. And uh, whoever gets that, we'll, uh, we'll get two tickets to Wizard World.
2: These colors don't rust. Ah. Mm. It begins. Yeah. So uh, no, I don't know if that's romantic.
0: Do we? No. I love the delay yeah, reaction.
1: the delayed Because I saw the gears. <laughs> like,
0: what's going to come out? What's going <laughs> to come out? <laughs> so any uh, any final yeah, thoughts on this news, you guys? Please. Anything you want to talk about? Fox, Marvel, TV, Netflix, or comics? before we take off?
2: Um. <gasps> no. Just you know. I mean, like uh comics are great. I like them. Yeah. I'd like to say I like them. Looking forward to the next season of Agent
1: Carter, and I hope that New Mutants is good and doesn't go totally weirdly into all the demonic stuff that the the comic went into. Unless Doctor
0: Strange does it, right?
2: Yeah... Yeah. I will. Uh, <laughs> I will let you know. I know the, the jury's out. We hope it's going to be great. But I did get to interview the uh, four cast members of the Fantastic Four yeah. at CinemaCon. Uh, I, I got uh, I got Miles and Jamie, uh, and then I got uh, I got uh, 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 Michael uh, Michael and Kate, and um, it was cool. And uh, they haven't seen the film, so they don't really know how good it is yet. But uh, So those interviews with the cast should be on FXM, maybe FX, uh, with, for the week or so, maybe preceding the red carpet premiere of Fantastic Four, which we all hope Ooh. is great.
0: That last trailer was great. I'm excited oh. now. Oh, it's Any Any final thoughts?
3: Um, I don't like my uh, Ultron Funny. <laughs> All right, Fair. Yeah. No, I got you. Gotcha. And I like the color red. Moving on,
0: I-, I liked Ultron more the second time, audience. It was better, but Daredevil's still better.
3: Uh So we
0: have to specially thank our sponsor, Wizard World. They've got conventions coming up in St. Louis on May twenty second, twenty third, and twenty fourth in China. Yes, the sponsor of Age of Ultron, China, on May thirtieth, June first, and they're back in the states in Des Moines on June twelfth through the fourteenth. So don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes at More Movie News and on YouTube through the Popcorn Talk Network.